Hey everyone, Carrie Beck here and from Homeschool Coffee Break, where we help you stop the overwhelm and be able to take a coffee break. And you know, with the holidays around, sometimes that overwhelm gets even bigger and bigger and bigger. So I think it's really important. And what I want to do today is talk to you a little bit about getting our focus in the right place. We are, uh, when this uh, podcast publishes, we are right smack dab in the middle of Advent. And I want to talk to you a little bit about Advent and then share some ways that you could actually celebrate Advent and make it an important part of your family. I think it is so important. And Advent is more than just a calendar where you pull little things out or open little doors and stuff. It is so much bigger than that. And if you're in our Facebook, you know that we have been posting daily verses for each week of Advent and the theme for that week. And so that would be something that you can do. But let's take a step back and let's talk about what is Advent. It is actually this time period. And in the United States, it's basically the four weeks before Christmas. A lot of times that happens right after Thanksgiving. This time it's actually started a week after Thanksgiving. But we have four weeks. What is Advent? It is not just this time period. It is a time for you and me and our kids and our families to prepare our hearts to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. It is a time that we should have quiet introspection, personal examination, and repentance. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about that in next week's podcast. But I think it is time that you slow down and you take stock of what really matters most. It is an inner housekeeping, cleaning our house so that we are prepared to actually celebrate the celebration, the feast of Christmas, the arrival of Jesus to earth for the first time. And so I think that is something we really need to take a step back. It is a time, Advent means anticipation. It is a time that we are anticipating the arrival of Jesus Christ. He is coming. He has already come, but he is coming again. So we actually have two different times that we can celebrate. We anticipate Christmas as we look back on his first um, arrival, but we also anticipate his second arrival here to take us home, to be with him in heaven as well. So Advent is more. So how do Christians celebrate Advent differently? A lot of the world celebrates by shopping and baking, lots of activities, lots of busyness. For Christians, we can go historically back to what we call Little Pascha. Pascha meaning Holy Week during your um, Easter celebration. This is a little one, and this is our time of preparing, time of doing that inner house coming. It's a time of fasting, prayer, reconciliation to God, confessing our sins to God, fasting before we feast. All right. And that is what I think is really important for our families. You may even choose, you're not necessarily going to fast for the whole four weeks, but you may choose a day each week or you may fast from something besides just all food. You might fast from sweets for a few days. Your children could do that with you. You might fast from media or being online, and or maybe just social media and Facebook, and you fast from that, maybe for a week of Advent. There are several things that you could fast for, and we don't just fast to get rid of them or stop doing them. We fast so that we will have more time to spend with God. 
All right. So that is one thing that makes Christian Advent different than the world's Advent. What are some family traditions, some ways that you could actually celebrate Advent? I actually um, brought a few. So if you are watching this, you can actually see if you're listening, you can go to the links that I will put in the show notes for these different activities. The first one, I have mentioned this several times, and that is Jotham's Journey. This is a great book that's Every night you read it and it's got little cliffhangers. And like here, um, it'll tell you week one of Advent and Tuesday. And then you just read it. It's about a two or a three page. This one's, let's see, it's four pages. But then at the end, there's a little bit of discussion with the verse here. I think this is great. Um, it is great for upper elementary and older. My kids liked it so much. We read it three or four times. I don't recommend the others in the series, but this is about a little boy during Jesus time that gets separated from his family. And so there's a little bit of scariness. So I wouldn't read it to a preschooler or a toddler, but, um, and mine even has all the different times of Advent in the back, but this is a great book. You can go to howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash Jotham, and you can um, find out more about it and go ahead and get your copy. Another thing we did was we had an Advent wreath. I did not bring that. I'm slowly getting all my Christmas stuff because I'm recording this ahead of time, but it we just have a regular wreath. <laughs> and there are four candles in that wreath. And in that, um, each candle stands for something different. So on the Sunday, the first day of the week, you light that candle and then we talk about what that means. And then I would encourage you to read a verse every day. That's what we're doing in our Facebook group. Um, so the first week was hope. And so there's a verse each day that um, centers on hope. Then we have peace and joy and love. So there are different weeks. And so every Sunday you would add, you would like the first one, then you'd like the second one and the third one. By the end, you've lit all of them. There's generally speaking a white candle in the middle that rep that you light on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, and that represents Jesus Christ. Um, Bible readings, like I've already said, you could follow the Advent themes for the different candles and read verses on that. And um, or you might do a different type of Bible reading plan. We have a variety of Bible reading plans. We have some in our bundles and stuff. But I think it's really important that you follow some sort of Advent Bible reading plan. Very simple. Just read those verses at breakfast each morning and start your day like that. I had someone ask if you should read to preschoolers, and I think, yes, you should read the Bible to preschoolers. They can handle it. Does that mean you just get rid of the Bible storybooks? No, but you slow down and just read a section of it. I've already done this with some of my grandkids, reading the Bible. And then there's other things. I would find activities where your kids are serving others. Um, I have a blog post about our how we baked goods and we bought gifts for one missionary family, a different one every single year. Um, you can make a graham cracker nativity and it's made out of cookies and candy and your kids will review the story of Christmas. And you've got Mary and Joseph, you've got the baby Jesus, you have shepherds, the wise men are in there, even though they weren't there at that point in time. I'll talk more about the um, if you um the wise men in two weeks in our podcast will be talking about the 12 days of Christmas and Epiphany. So I think it is so important. Um, some of you have wondered, well, what about Advent calendars? Are they worth it? I think they, they're fun. 
you can always tie it together. You may have an advent calendar and every time you open the door, it's a Bible verse. And then that would tell you what it is. We have a free advent countdown calendar that if you haven't gotten it, you will get an email for 25 days with 25 ideas of how you can celebrate advent. So that would be something else. So, um, some of you may go, well, I need a few more resources. Even though we're in the middle of Advent, there is one resource I would really recommend. And this is our Christmas celebration ebook. And it goes through Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. And it talks about all different things. Um, it starts in November. We're sort of past that time period. But then it has like an Advent, some ideas on Advent calendars and how you could set them up. It has some Advent uh, carols. My favorite one is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. You could use that for copy work, but it is in here. And then after you sing that, there's homeschool tie-ins throughout the whole book. So you could take this and the ideas here and tie it in together as well. So lots of ideas, different uh, times of celebration. A few other resources are our Christmas around the world, five countries, and there are stories in there. There are books to read, there are activities and crafts and snacks. God always have those snacks. We want food because my kids paid attention to food. And then the last one I'll talk a lot more about when we talk about the 12 days of Christmas is the Star of Bethlehem. It goes through Matthew 2. It is intended to be done as a family, uh, although junior high and high schoolers could do it on their own as well. But you'll learn, you'll have science and history and Bible, and you go through Matthew 2 and you find out what are the nine clues of the star. And then you use your brain and figure out what is what was the star? What astronomical being it was? So those are just a few things that would maybe be able to help you as well. So Advent, let's review for a minute. It is that time of preparing, a time of preparing our hearts for Christmas, of introspection, fasting, prayer, confession, reconciliation to God. You need to be doing it yourself and modeling it. And then I think you need to bring your family into this as well. And so we've talked about some ideas. How will you celebrate Advent? How will you recognize Advent differently than the world? Wherever you're listening to this, leave me a comment. Let me know. And if you haven't subscribed, find the little subscribe button and click that subscribe button so that we can get these messages out to more and more people. Hey, thanks for spending time with me. I am Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you next time.